1: Fire scores! Pocket swings and hits a blast! Deep left center, wake! what is going on everybody election night sports governor sports politics what the hell's going on with you tonight in another election night here in 2020 the year that just won't end all polls too close to call except for the one that's right the sports governor duly elected once again is minnesota's Sports Authority. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. So, lots of stuff to get into tonight. And, I mean, what can you say? I mean, we got the presidential election. You know, basically everything's up for grabs tonight. House of Reps, Senate, all your local races, regardless, I hope you guys got out there and voted, I went last weekend, did my civic duty, and bear with me, because along with some of the sports we're going to be talking about, um, the way my table is situated, I'm kind of got to turn around here, as I'm adjusting microphones and whatnot, to keep an eye on all the uh, votes that are coming in for you here, if anything pops Um, Obviously, everybody keeping an eye on Florida early, uh, depending on the channels that you listen to. Unfortunately, you're going to get all kinds of different takes and whatnot. But look, we will see. We will see. Um, You know, on the Democratic side, you know, we all, you know, Trump is Trump. We all know what that brings. But on the Democratic side, it is just, I don't know you know Joe Biden's out there and he's not really enthusi getting people enthusiastic but you know we will see there's been obviously record breaking early voting in the country this year so stay tuned and yeah it it may be a long night all right Vince right here the sports governor this is sports done right by the way i uh, forgot to mention that your favorite Minnesota sports cast and, you know, what can I say? I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. And the podcast is always getting good reviews. And we're finding we're getting new fans and new people downloading and all kinds of stuff. So that's really cool. Um, unfortunately, tonight, Vince Richter sports governor here on Sports Done Right, does have to talk a little bit about the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Oh, boy, that Maryland game. Ugh, disappointing. Get into the Vikings a little bit. Um, shout out to all my friends out there in Los Angeles, Los Angeles Dodgers bringing back the chip, first one since nineteen what was it, nineteen eighty eight? Excuse me. So congratulations to them out there. Yeah. That's enough. <laughs> it is the Dodgers, but yeah, now L.A. King City Lakers Dodgers congrats to them in a covid year you know a little something to kind of offset the pain there um all right we're gonna get to this uh it's gonna be kind of a quick show tonight because quite honestly i want to check out some of these election results and i got a nice bottle of rabbit hole bourbon that i'm about to get into as well um minnesota golden gophers what can you say Um, a defense that has lost six or seven starters from last year, four of those guys playing in the NFL. We, we said it after the first game, unfortunately. Um, it's – it is what it is, man. We talked about the Vikings early on just kind of having a young defense and they're just going to have to buck up and, and figure it out and play. Well – We are also going to have to figure that out for our Minnesota Golden Gopher football team, it looks like, as well. Um, Very disappointing effort at the University of Maryland. Um, Tongue of out there. Uh, You know, Tua's younger brother really got his coming out party. Made some really, really nice throws. A lot of nice runs for him just to look like a little smaller version of his brother to be perfectly honest with you. And I think uh, Maryland's got a winner there long-term with him, but um, the Gophers just really getting beat. They seem to be slow in the defensive secondary. They miss tackles. And with all that being said and going down, by the way, 21 to seven early on, found the way to battle back offensively. Offensively, they got weapons. Now they didn't use a lot of Rashad Bateman this time. But when you have the hometown kid making his return to his home state, Mo Ibrahim, going back with the four touchdowns, 200 yards rushing, whatever it was, but it took a lot out of him because he looked gassed towards the end of that game. And I don't know. I mean, just last year is last year. It was very successful, obviously. But um, offensively, they just seem a little bit out of step. Defensively, we're seeing—you know—they're—they're they're missing all kinds of pieces, and you know they're going to have to score a lot of points just to be in games. You know they threw up 44, missed the extra point to tie to keep that overtime going, but I mean, you know, you're giving up 44 to Maryland, who lost the week prior, 40—what was it, 43 to three to Northwestern? I don't know what to tell you. So rebuilding, let's see. All right, this is where your coaching staff comes in. Let's see what PJ can do here. You know, nobody's expecting them to, to you know, go on some huge type of run here. But, you know, you got Illinois coming up this week. And none of these games are give me now or give me's because of this defense. So they got to find a way to shore up those holes. They got to find a way to tackle. And, and just not get beat on on some, you know, on some deep routes because they're giving up big plays. Um, I think they're damn near dead last in defense out of the, I think it's 100 teams playing right now for college football. Don't know what to tell you. Don't know what to tell you. But, you know, PJ could get it going. He's the one that's, hey, this is why you're getting paid the big bucks. So let's see what he can do. Let's see if they can get coached up here because it was just ugly, ugly in Maryland early. And then there was the, the third quarter where it all seemed to finally kind of come together for the Gophers, right? The defense that we've just berated actually playing defense. But then all of a sudden, they, Maryland just started chipping away, chipping away. And then, you know, it's 38-31, 38, 31, 30, you know. Then you're off and running. So it's, it's you know, it could be a possible rebuilding year, homie. Possible. And also they got to get through the season still. We see what's happening with the University of Wisconsin. Another game canceled for them. Um, you know, as of right now, you got to play at least six games to be considered for the Big Ten championship. And now they're going to be down a second game. Uh, 27 COVID cases, active COVID cases there um, with their program between players and everybody else. Paul Chris comes back Thursday. Thursday, I was reading um, from his kind of COVID lockdown. So there's still so much up in the air with all this stuff, but you know, just keeping to what we're seeing on the field, gopher's got a lot of work to do. Rossi, the defensive coordinator has got a lot of work to do with that golden gopher defense. Cause they're just putrid right now. And to, you know, look like you have it figured out. And then to give up that, that late run to Maryland like that, not good. And so we will see offensively, I want to see Rashad Bateman being featured more um, because he's Rashad Bateman, of course. You know, I think the Gophers showed you what they're still capable of offensively, and that's pounding that rock. And you got some some great um, wideouts to deal with still because we were so enamored with Rashad Bateman and what he did along with... Um, um, taylor morgan is that we totally forgot about chris ottman bell who you know made some nice plays for us and we got to get him back involved too so offensively just find a way to kind of step it up a little bit you know they just seem like i said a step slow a little bit out of out of sorts um but you know they they got to get it going here because they still got a lot of weapons to deal with on offense that offensive line comes together figures it out gives Tanner more time to pass so I'm not quite as concerned about the offense as obviously we are about that go defense so I know go for fans disappointing but you got to remember last year is last year and there was a lot of fun the game days you know just everything that went along with the, the Penn State victory all the national exposure we got but now that you get that national exposure you're gonna have to um, raise your game up a little bit, and I get it. You know, we—I had me, and I've talked to a few other of my podcast buddies here, and you know, Big Ten no spring practice or no real spring practice. Um, I get it; everything's out of sorts. But you know, if you're gonna play, you're gonna play, and we're gonna we're gonna keep it to what we're seeing on the field. So Gophers get Illinois this weekend. Um and they got to get busy they just they have to get busy it's that simple i want to say what up to jenny over in hudson wisconsin i want to say what up to melissa listening to us in oh here woodbury minnesota thank you appreciate it we have tommy listening in bloomington what up vince love the podcast always listening he says appreciate it sir and we also have the one and only Big Mike out there in Eden Prairie. Vince, where you been? <laughs> we are back on an election night edition. Talking football, basically, with the state of Minnesota. Gophers um, 0-2 in Big Ten play. We'll see if, if how this season cracks up for them. Um, other things, you know, just it's, it's Ohio State's apparently the lose right now. As as it always seems to be with the Big Ten. Wisconsin's out of kilter. Um, who knows? Who knows? It's it's still kind of early to tell, man. But, PJ, you got to get going. Coach him up. Get him, get him rolling in the right direction. Love you, PJ. And, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But next man up. So hopefully somebody on that team I want to get in there. I can make a tackle. I can bust up a pass. I can make a key intercept, whatever it is. Hopefully that person comes back. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. And boy, it is election night in the United States of America. I hope you all got out there and did your thing. And that is vote. Don't take it for granted. Just go do it. All right, so numbers starting to come in. Again, it's going to be a very interesting and long night. I'm not even looking too much at them now. I'm trying to keep an eye on Florida, which Trump is kind of leading up 50 to 48 percent with 86 percent in. So Joe Biden might be taking a a big loss early there if Trump holds on to Florida. All right, y'all. So that's the Gophers. Want to focus now on the pro team. Again, this is Sports Done Right. Real quick, you can find me, Vince Wright, the sports governor. You can follow me on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That is the number one after The Big Smooth. Follow the show on Facebook. Just search for Sports Done Right, W R I G H T, my last name, and join our Facebook group. Same thing over at Instagram. Follow us there at Sports Done Right on your Instagram as well. And, um,. To, to pleasantly say the Vikings shocked the world, basically, let me start with this because this is what I was putting on Twitter and kind of talking about in my social media platforms is there really wasn't a lot of vibe for this game, even though for Vikings fans, you know, this is, this is their biggest rivalry game. There was just nothing. No vibe for it all week. Everybody thought we were going to lose anyway. Just wasn't feeling it. And then all of a sudden the game started and Dalvin Cook went nuts and the Vikings defense played defense and in a sense shut down Aaron Rodgers and lo and behold Vikings come out with the win and you know the the thing that you like to see obviously is Dalvin Cook because as we have talked about on this show When he is healthy and doing his thing, nobody better, in my humble opinion, in the league. Dalvin can hang with the best running back out there because he is the best running back out there. Now, with that being said, didn't have to rely on Kirk Cousins to do a whole lot. Because when your offensive line opens them holes and you can control the clock, like both teams actually controlled the clock very well, I think. Green Bay came out and they took like almost like seven, eight minutes on their first drive. I think right before, literally right before halftime, both teams had had the ball twice. But some good play calling, some inspired play, and Minnesota comes out with the win. And that was just great to see because it's, you know, anytime you can take down the Green Bay Packers as a Minnesota Viking. Look, I don't care. Yeah, you know, listen to me. It was our second win. Whoop de doo But we celebrated it here because it's the Green Bay Packers. And if anything can get a season turned around, because we don't know what's going to happen in this COVID season. We don't know how many wins you may need to sneak into a playoff, you know, race or, or game. So, I hope it keeps up because I was just very impressed. Now, again, getting back to Dalvin Cook. I mean, this dude, phenomenal. And showing you why he's getting the big money. Because fast, quick, strong. And, I mean, just Filthy, just filthy. Just pulling up the viking schedule here again. Um, so okay, Detroit this Sunday here in town, then you have the Chicago Bears on the 16th. Cowboys come to town, all of a sudden, they're not looking quite as uh threatening as they may have been perceived at the beginning of the year, and then. The return of Teddy Bridgewater, the Carolina Panthers, coming to town November 29th. And that just sucks because I'm going to tell you, man, if there could have been fans in the stands to watch Teddy B come back, that would have been something. That would have been something. Going into the beginning of next month, uh, the Jaguars come to town and then the Vikings hit the road on the... 13th of December, they're going down to battle Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So um, some big games coming up, some talented teams Um, Chicago. Kind of coming back a little bit. All of a sudden now they're talking about wanting to put Trubisky back in down in Chi-Town, but I digress. But it was just it was just good to see, you know, I'm not really going to you know, try and intensively break this game down other than, what's the breakdown? I mean, Dalvin Cook ran for forever. Key plays, couple key catches by by the tight ends. You had Irv Smith, Rudolph. Um, Vikings, by the way, not making any real moves at the trade deadline today. So, it, it was just a... Um, a big, big win, and a much-needed win, and something that just kind of settles the, settles the mood here for a week. Because honestly, and I, and I always say this, but Detroit—it doesn't matter. They always play us tough. You can never, if you're a Viking, you can just—you can never just. Ah, it's the Detroit game. We got this. So. And I've said this before, by the way, too. Vikings are still in the basement at two and five. Lions are three and four. Bears um, five and three. Packers fell to five and two. By the way, um, just jumping around the NFC. Seattle six and one out in the NFC West. Followed by a very impressive and a fun to watch Arizona Cardinals team. Um, Kyler Murray just doing big things out there. Really good to see because he took a real beating early on. And he is really starting to shine out there. Um, he's got a Hall of Fame wide receiver to help kind of show him the way. Larry Fitz and his last year doing big things. The Rams uh, falling to 5-3. and three. 49ers, all kinds of injuries. The Kiddles, Garoppolo, they may be done there at 4-4. Four and four. Um, NFC East, the Eagles. Eagles on top at 3-4. and four. We know how putrid this division is. 2-5 uh, Washington, a 2-6 Cowboy team, and a 1-7 New York Giants team. I'm sorry, Jersey Vern, the number one Chief rocker, But they suck. They really, really suck. Let's go over to AFC real quick here on Sports Done Right. Bills 6-2 on top of the AFC East. Finally got rid of Brady out of uh, Boston, so... Uh, The Dolphins following up at four and three. Really liking the Tua experience down there. Patriots. Got a couple wins early, man. But now things starting to fall apart. People coming after Cam. Two and five. And are the New York Jets even an organization right now? I mean, honestly. 0-8. I mean, just uh, haven't done anything in in forever and you know when you're in a, when you're in the big city like that and you got the historically rich New York Giants there and everybody's a Giants fan you know Jets got their enclave of fans but you know it's a it's a Giants town I mean you got to come to play man and and yet here you are again 0-8 AFC West you got the Chiefs obviously on top 7-1 and what can you say the defending champs Doing their thing and having fun and, and, and really rocking and rolling back to another Super Bowl, it looks like. The Las Vegas Raiders, 4-3. and three. Uh, Denver, by the way, uh, John Elway found out he had COVID today. And uh, I think the owner or somebody high up in their organization. So wishing them well, they're 3-4. and four. And the Los Angeles Chargers, disappointing 2-5 and five this year. The team of the season is in Pittsburgh, though undefeated, seven and zero. You know, Roethlisberger. A lot of lovers, a lot of haters out there, but playing some ball, and they're just they're just dominating. Came out, big win, Baltimore, or a big win in Baltimore, excuse me. And the Steelers are really looking to be the real deal. Very impressed with what they're putting together so far. Uh, coach Tomlin, all-time winningness minority black coach in the NFL. Good for him. See if he can uh, get himself another chip this year. So Steelers 7-0, Ravens 5-2. The Browns 5-3. and All right. Got to give him a little, a little golf clap because, you know, Beginning of the year, we thought, hey, "Here we go again. Here we go again." But hey, they've sh- shook it up to five and three, and the Bengals. Joe Burrow learning the hard way, but I think he's going to be all right. But they're two five and one, and let's take it down to the AFC South real quick and end this. AFC South, you got the Titans and the Colts tied at five and two, and then you got the Texans and the Jaguars tied at one and six. It's that simple. So. Um, hopefully this season keeps going and we can get to some playoffs here and, and see what's happened. Cause I w- I want to see it when the pressure's on. I- I'd love to see, um, the bills and, and, you know, getting a shot at the chiefs and the dolphins cake okay, can to the sneak them into the playoffs first time in forever. And that would really suck if there is no fans because Miami's just itching for them dolphins to be good again as well but um Vikings fans rejoice but we're also going to get ready for the Lions here because you know hey get the three and four start building some confidence you never know what can happen all right so abbreviated show tonight we're going to try and maybe catch up with a show this weekend as well Um, thank you all for listening i appreciate it Uh, my name is vince Wright. i am the sports governor cedric galloway what is up sir um again abbreviated show tonight. we got some things that we got to get into and get uh, taken care of here this evening but i will be back a little later this week thank you for tuning in to sports done right
0: thank you for listening to sports done right